Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvy, a.k.a. Danny, a.k.a. Mr. You Can Too. Last couple weeks of December, huh? Currently December 14th as I'm recording this. Two weeks left of 2020, 2021, right around the corner. And it's flu season. Some might call it COVID season. I refuse. So for today's episode, I decided to dive into five ways that you can boost your immune health right now, all of which are in your control. I think it's so important during these times that we are tapping into our own power, realizing how much power we have over our own health. And doing things that we can to positively boost our immune system, have robust health, and do everything that we can to be as healthy as we can to end 2020 and go into 2021. If you enjoy this show, it would mean the world to me if you share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. If you leave a five-star rating and also a review of the show, I appreciate you. I honor you. And as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having an amazing start to your day so far. It's crazy to think that we're already halfway through December, meaning we only got about little over two weeks left of 2020. It's been quite the year to say the least. I know for me, I have had so many learning lessons, opportunities for growth, opportunities for reflection. I've seen a lot of my core values get challenged during this time. And I'm actually grateful for it all because I believe that learning and growing is such a an important part of life. It's important in how we navigate through it. It's important in how we decide what truly matters to us, what's really important. And ultimately, every single year and every single challenge allows us to transform and get closer and closer to living as our highest self. It's funny, as I reflect on the end of this year. I think about everything that's gone on and is still going on right now with COVID-19, the coronavirus. There's a lot of different emotions going on for people around the vaccines that are coming out. Just today, December 14th, I know some of the first vaccines were given out in New York. Uh, A few days before that, some of the first ones were given out in, uh, I believe it was Great Britain and in Australia and some other places. So, see, that's what we got going on there. Um, And it's interesting, you know, I'm not going to go deep into what I believe about vaccines, but I am going to talk about the importance of immune health and how we can go about optimizing it 
because it's December, we know that it is coming into flu season. It's where a lot of people get colds, get sickly. I'm imagining that there's going to be more COVID cases because, you know, anything could be COVID these days, or at least anything can be labeled as COVID. So I'm sure naturally that's going to go up as well. And it's so interesting. I, I actually caught myself get triggered last week when I was in the gym at um, in my building that I live in in Miami. And basically, I'm kind of just, you know, when I work out, I, I don't need headphones in. So I'll just listen to whatever the gym has going on. And a commercial came on and basically giving this whole spiel of, you know, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, wear your mask, social distance, all of which, you know, I've been hearing a lot of the last, you know, half a year. So there's no surprise there. But what bothered me was what they said after all of that. After they said, wash your hands, you know, use hand sanitizer, wear a mask, social distance. The narrator says, that is how you stay healthy during the winter months. And I, I literally like stopped, <laughs> stopped my, my lunges, like mid lunge and like had to just recalibrate for a second. And that's what's been bothering me the most with the entire COVID narrative, this idea that in order to combat the virus and to put yourself in a position to be healthy, be robust, right? Have robust health is simply to wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer. I have said, and I will continue to say, None of those things are going to matter and are not going to help you if you're not naturally boosting your immune system and you're not focusing on holistic ways of helping yourself, of being healthy. So what I want to do in this episode is Go over five different steps that you can take to optimize your immune system. I'm fine with people wearing masks, washing the hands, social distancing, all of that good stuff. My whole thing is that that cannot be the end all be all. If that if people think that that's the end all be all, then people are going to continue to get sick and to not be able to fight off a virus because their lifestyle habits are not effective. Boosting and optimizing the immune system is pivotal right now, and it's always been. And I think it's being highlighted more than ever now with COVID-19. And I think more and more people are starting to wake up and realize that the things that they might be seeing in mainstream media might not be the best thing for them. Or at least it's an incomplete picture. So while you're out there, you know, wearing a mask, social distancing, hand sanitizing, washing your hands. Number one, I want you to focus on managing your stress. 
stress shows up in so many different ways. There is physiological stress, there is mental stress, and there's also emotional stress. And with the sensationalization of so many things on in the media, it's so easy to get stressed out. So one of the first ways you can focus on managing your stress is deep breathing. I'm a huge fan of the four, six, eight breath. And what the four, six, eight breath is, you start by taking a four second inhale through your nose, a six second hold of the breath, and then an eight second exhale out of your nose. And then you repeat that process for at least three minutes. Studies have shown that the four, six, eight breath can actually take your body from the sympathetic fight or flight response and puts you in a more parasympathetic or rest and digest type of mode. So at any point that you feel yourself being riled up or stressed out, please, please, please feel free to incorporate the four, six, eight breath. A second breath that you can add in as well is the box breath. And simply put, the box breath is a four second inhale, a four second hold, a four second exhale, and then a four second hold again. And as you're breathing in this way, close your eyes and imagine a line creating a box with the breath. So as you're inhaling, imagine that line going up. As you hold the breath, imagine that line go from left to right. Then on the exhale, imagine that line going down. And then on that next hold, imagine the breath going from right to left. And then you repeat that process. And that's also shown to recalibrate your nervous system and get more into that parasympathetic mode. A second thing you can incorporate, meditation. Whether that is a seated meditation where, where you're simply focusing on your breath as your anchor point, and the second that you catch your mind wandering, you simply come back and focus on your breath again. Whether that is your stomach rising with the inhale and then falling with the exhale, or if you like to focus on the sensation of air coming into your nostrils on the inhale and then leaving your nostrils on the exhale. The most important thing there is just to do your best to stay on the focus point. Once your mind wanders because you're a human being and it's going to wander and that's perfectly fine, simply come back to the breath. As you're sitting down in your meditation, you can sit like a monk and be legs crossed, you know, palms open, you know, perfect posture. If that's your jam, I am a firm believer and proponent of sitting in a way that is comfortable yet isn't going to have you fall asleep because I've been there before too. So if that means having your legs straight out in front of you, go for that. If that means having your arms folded in your lap, go with that. If you want to prop your back up against you know, a wall or sitting in a seat, whatever it is, do what's comfortable because when you're comfortable, that's going to allow your body to relax, which is most important. A third thing you can do is go walk outside. 
get your feet into the ground, right? Bare feet into the ground on some grass. You can walk around on the, in the sand if you're out in Miami like your boy. You can just walk around and let that sun hit you. And if you're in a place where it's super cold because it's the wintertime, dress up warm, bundle up, get your hand warmers, get your feet warmers, and take that ass outside and try to get a little bit of sunlight in, even if the sun's not showing by simply being out when it's daylight can have a profound impact on your mood and lowering your stress levels. So please, please, please jump into that if you feel called. And a fourth thing I highly recommend doing is eliminating or doing your best to stay away from media content that causes you stress and anxiety. I always found it interesting that there's this COVID death toll ticker where it's just showing how many people have died basically from COVID, right? And and it's up there with no reference to, you know, how many people typically die in a any given day period. And I was doing some research yesterday and I actually saw that about 150,000 people die per day period, not saying what the causes are, but typically 150,000 people die per day. If there was a toll ticker on the news that was just moving every single moment somebody died, you know, people would be losing their minds. So for that to be going on right now during COVID, I think it's no surprise that people are as scared and uneasy as they are. And I completely get it. I really do. And it's just, it's not something that I believe would benefit you. And that's going to create peace in your life. So if you're noticing that watching, whether it's that, whether it is some other type of news where it's just nothing but the blues and bad news and all of that, highly recommend not watching it. So, Check in with that. Anything that really stressing you out and it may not even be the news it could be social media. If you find yourself on social media and the majority of the content that you're bringing in is causing you stress and anxiety and having you be depressed, probably want to cut that out too. Easier said than done. However, it is so important that you're doing things to keep your stress levels down. Just by focusing on this first step, of managing your stress that will have a profound impact on your immune system. When you are in fear, your immune system literally shuts down. When you are stressed out, your immune system is shut down. It gets suppressed. An example of this, as I actually heard Dr. Jeb Burns talking about is how there's multiple studies that show when somebody gets a organ transplant, especially back in the day when they were earlier doing this, you know, people's immune systems would essentially reject that organ. The immune system was able to tell that this was a foreign organ and that it, you know, wasn't supposed to be in their body and would work to fight it. Now that's just what the immune system does. It fights these foreign things. 
so what these doctors and people found out was that in order to have it to where the body was no longer fighting this organ that was put in there to actually help save them, it was effective to give the patient stress hormones. By adding stress hormones to that person's regimen, it actually suppressed their immune system to the point where that organ could get nestled in and the immune system wouldn't fight it. So with that being said, how do you think stress is impacting how your immune system is showing up for you day in and day out? If you're constantly in a state of fear, if you are constantly upset, anxious, stressed, depressed, your body is secreting a bunch of extra stress hormones, right? Especially cortisol. And as a result, your immune system is not going to be working effectively. And it's your immune system that helps fight pathogens, viruses, etc. So please, please, please manage your stress. That's number one. Number two. And I love number two because it is free. Get great sleep. Get your ass to sleep. It's so easy not to sleep. And there's been so much conditioning and programming, especially around my generation, the whole, like, I really feel like I came up in the, I'll sleep when I'm dead camp, right? Um, I feel like my generation is team no sleep. Just basically all these things where, you know, people are given this badge of honor when they don't sleep and they don't rest. Let me tell you this. When you don't sleep, your immune system is a shell of what it could be. So focus on getting the best sleep that you can. Try to get at least eight hours. No, not everyone requires eight hours. But less than 1% of people are the people that can actually thrive off of five or six hours. So you might think you're doing really well on five, six hours. I challenge you to see how much better you'll be doing with seven, eight, nine hours of sleep. Try it out. If you don't like it, by all means, start staying up again. But please, please, please give getting great sleep a shot. In order to help you get better sleep, highly recommend put your electronics away within two hours of bed. If you are getting into bed at 1030, do your best to be off of your phone, your computer, your iPad, your tablet, your Chromebook, your Netflix, anything between the last two hours of your sleep. One is really important because if you're consuming anything that's too exciting or stimulating and you get excited, you're not going to be able to fall asleep. Your body's hype. You're lit. It's not happening. Also, if all these electronics emit a high amount of blue light, so this blue light that it emits, your body essentially thinks of it or like takes it in like it's sunlight. And it literally confuses your circadian rhythm, which is our our sleep-wake cycle rhythm with the sun. So 
if your body is getting all of this blue light at night, then it's not secreting melatonin, which is the hormone that helps us sleep. So if your melatonin levels are low, the solution isn't necessarily just grab a melatonin supplement. It's to put yourself in a position to create your own melatonin. And that starts with having all those electronics put away. Have a, a dark environment in your house. And if you need light, use more of like a orange, amber type of light, right? Something that's not this fluorescent blue light or white light that the majority of us have in our homes. So keep that in mind. And then when you sleep, you want to sleep in a pitch black environment. We just spoke to light and how powerful it is and how much it distracts our body. Even the tiny little LED lights that shine on everything is going to have an impact on your sleep. Whether that's a light from your smoke detector, whether it is a light from your cell phone while it's charging, you know, whatever it may be, put some, you know, if it's a little tiny light, you can take a black electric tape. Put it over it and boom, that'll solve your problem real, real quick. Also, you want to sleep in a cold environment. The colder it is, the better you're going to sleep. So me, I like to keep my house at about 70 degrees Fahrenheit. If I lived by myself, I'd go even lower. But, you know, I I like to be considerate of my girlfriend, Alejandra. She don't like it that cold, but I'm very grateful that she, she... aligns to my 70 degrees so that's big time for for me but have as cool of an environment as possible and if you typically sleep with a lot of clothes on try sleeping with less clothes i sleep naked it's amazing it was literally a game changer in my sleep because of how cool my body gets if your body temperature raises while you're sleeping it impacts your sleep And it's going to really affect the quality of it. So try that out. Try turning the temperature down a little bit. Try removing some layers of clothes. Um, If anything, you might want to keep some socks on because it is important that your feet stay warm. So pro tip for you right there. Focus on your sleep. It's so important. You do it every day and it is free. So please take advantage of that one. Number three. The third way that you can optimize your immune health, eat nutrient-dense foods. When I say nutrient-dense, that means the majority of the calories that are within that food have a high amount of vitamins and minerals inside of them. Focus on the highest quality of food that you can afford for your budget. And even before you think about adding a bunch of great food, I highly recommend taking away the foods that aren't serving you. Bad, crappy food causes physiological stress on the body. Remember what we said about stress. The more stress you're under, the less effective your immune system is. So any type of processed foods, those like boxed, like man-made, quote-unquote foods, man, throw those out. Donate them if it makes you feel better. I mean, I, I wouldn't even want to donate that to somebody, but... Just don't eat those if you can. All the processed sugars, really most sugar in general, get it up out of there. Most people have 
way too much sugar inside of their system and like that amount of sugar just leads to so many lifestyle chronic diseases like obesity type 2 diabetes hypertension uh heart disease like the list goes on so i would so definitely get the processed sugars out of there the high fructose corn syrups all of it just get it up out of there crappy table salt get it out of there a little morton's table iodine salt get it up out of there it's not serving your body at all shitty quality factory farm meat and dairy get it up out of there the less healthy the animal was the least healthy is going to be for you so keep that in mind you want to focus on getting the grass-fed red meats the pasture-raised eggs turkeys um, eggs quail duck all of that wild-caught fish um, if your body can process dairy which you know certain part of the population can a lot can't but if you can process high quality dairy focus on getting the the raw grass-fed versions of them because that would be super important for you and maybe most importantly get rid of all vegetable oils regular vegetable oil soybean oil canola oil safflower oil sunflower oil get it all up out of there and if you're cooking with oils replace it with avocado oil coconut oil grass-fed butter grass-fed ghee lard from a high quality healthy animal all of those things are way better for your body for your mind for your soul for your spirit than these conventional vegetable oils and going back to processed foods and why they're so dangerous is because the majority of them contain a ton of vegetable oils. They contain the processed sugars in them, the processed salt, like none of it benefits you. And trust me, I, I grew up on these foods and I know how sick I was as a kid and I know how much it impacted my mom and other family members and friends. So please, please, please cut all of that stuff out before you even add a bunch of great food just by eliminating those things and eating real food that grows from the earth or comes from the earth it, you'll boost your immune system so much so please 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 eat nutrient dense foods and get the fake frankenstein or franken foods up out of here number four and this ties right in to number three, right? Eat nutrient-dense foods. Number four is use high-quality supplements. Supplements are important because our foods, even some of the organic food, doesn't have the amount of nutrition, the amount of vitamins, the amount of minerals that food used to have in the past. Our quality soil is so low compared to what it used to be. It's super depleted that now it's almost a necessity to be using high quality supplements to make sure that we do get proper amounts of nutrients and minerals into our body. Some of the supplements that I'm a big fan of and that I use regularly are vitamin C. Dr. Mercola has a dope vitamin C. 
American Nutraceuticals has Vitality C, which is amazing. Quicksilver has a liposomal vitamin C, which is super dope. So those are all great brands. Huge, huge, huge fan of vitamin D3 and K2, um, especially if you're a black person or a person of color. You don't absorb vitamin D from the sun as well as people of a light complexion or white complexion do. So it is so important to supplement with vitamin D3 and K2. Some brands that I love are Sir Thrival, great brand, big fan of Thorn. Thorn's a dope brand. Um, and then vitamin D3, I mean, it's so inexpensive and easy to get good quality ones that damn near everyone can afford it. I know the Sir Thrival one that I get is probably 30 bucks for like 300 servings or something like that. So we're talking about pennies a day. So highly, 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 highly recommend a high quality vitamin D2 and vitamin K2 supplement. Also a big fan of zinc. Make sure you're getting, uh, you're supplementing with zinc, especially if you're not eating high quality grass fed red meat. It is so important that you supplement with zinc. So please get that into your diet. I am also a huge proponent of magnesium. Magnesium is so important. And again, if you're not eating good quality and a good amount of high quality grass-fed red meat, you're probably not getting enough magnesium either. So please, please, please make sure you do yourself a favor and get that. I'm a big a big fan of bio-optimizers. They have an awesome uh, full-spectrum magnesium. So you can check them out. Another high-quality supplement that I highly recommend are grass-fed organ meats. So, yes, you can have those in your diet and eat those from healthy grass-fed ruminant animals, and you'll get so much health out of it, and you'll boost your immune system. Um, you know, some people don't like the taste of all the different organs, or they're just very grossed out because that's not what they came up on which I understand. So there's a lot of, you know, programming, conditioning, limiting beliefs there. So for you who, for, the, for those of you who think that way, highly, 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 highly recommend uh, Ancestral Supplements. That's the name of the brand, Ancestral Health or Ancestral Supplements. They're super dope. And they have grass-fed liver, kidney, pancreas, thyroid, thymus, um, heart, bone marrow, like whatever there there is out there, like they have it. And the easy way to think about these organ meats and how they impact your body and your immune system, just think whatever specific organ you're getting, it's going to be high in the vitamins and minerals in your corresponding organ. So simply put, having grass-fed liver is going to have all the things in there that are good for my liver. Having grass-fed heart is going to have all the the B vitamins, the the CoQ10, the all of those things that are great for heart support. So that's an easy way and you can't taste them and you get your you essentially can get all of your organ meats in all the time in a very easy way. So I highly recommend that. I am another, I'm also a huge proponent of mushroom supplements. As you know, a company that I'm involved with, Live Ultimate, 
we have an amazing shroom complex called Ultimate Shrooms, where we have eight different mushrooms that are great for immune health, brain health, cognition, energy, mood, focus. What I love about our mushrooms so much is that our mushrooms, we, we simply use the fruiting body. And the fruiting body is higher in beta-glucans, which are super beneficial to our immune system and to our overall health. So if you are looking for a mushroom supplement, make sure it's made from the fruiting bodies. Make sure they guarantee at least 30% beta-glucans. And honestly, look into Live Ultimate because it's a phenomenal brand. I also am a big fan of the Live Ultimate Elixir, which is 25 different superfoods that are all organic. These are all vegan products. They are raw, minimally processed, super high quality. I take that in the mushrooms every single day in the same way that I take vitamin D all the time. So definitely look into those as well. And the last one that I'll recommend here is glutathione. Glutathione is known as the master antioxidant, and it's so good for detoxifying the liver, um, and it just adds so much robust health to our body. So I highly, 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 highly recommend all of those supplements. Highly recommend that you go ahead and you do your research and you see which ones are going to be a great fit for you based off what you're missing from your diet. And with everything that I say, never just take my word for it. Actually go out, do your research, see what you find, you know, find other sources that you trust, look at the studies, look at who's funding the studies and be able to come up with a decision that you feel great about because that's what's most important. Not just listening to somebody tell you do something, but to actually look into those things and see if it truly fits well with you and that you rock with it because you get to be a free thinker and you know your body and yourself better than anybody else. And the fifth step that I'm going to recommend for today to boost your immune health is exercise. Be active, move your body, get your heart rate up from time to time, pick up some heavy things, put them back down, go for a run, get a sprint in, walk fast, right? Get your speed walking on. If you need some help with speed walking, just jump on your boy's Instagram. I got a bunch of speed walking videos and tutorials to help you speed walk like a true champion. I got you. Exercise is so important. Exercise helps our body essentially with so many digestive processes. It brings our body good stress, right? You stress, it's called, and actually allows us to really just strengthen up all of our organs, our respiratory system, you know, our lungs, so many things that are important in everyday life. So please get out and exercise. Find what works well for you. Find what you like, whether that's aerobics, Zumba, uh, yoga, lifting weights, lifting rocks out the ground, swinging some kettlebells. There's literally playing a sport that you really enjoy. Even like cleaning your house up, you know what I'm saying? Like like run the vacuum around your crib a couple times and like that's exercise, you know what I'm saying? 
you know, just flicking on the Roomba and letting that thing roam around. I mean, hella convenient. Not exercise, though, just saying. So there's so many ways to go out there and be active. Highly recommend to find the one that works for you. And again, exercising is not just working out. It's not just expending energy, but it's also doing movements that bring energy back to the body, right? What Paul Check calls working in. So that could look like a very slow walk. That can be performing Tai Chi. That could be doing a very, very light yin yoga. It can be meditating, right? Going for a walking meditation. There are going to be times where bringing energy back to the body is going to boost the immune system. The thing with stress and the body's reaction to it, the body doesn't really know the difference between good stress and quote unquote good stress and bad stress, right? The body just knows stress. So the only caveat I'm going to say to working out or exercising vigorously is if you didn't get a lot of sleep the night before, if you were super stressed from work, if you just got in a bad argument with somebody, a loved one, a peer, a stranger on Instagram or Facebook. If you're feeling all these levels of stress, going for a super tough workout is not the move. You're just going to stress your body even more. So in those instances, you're better served just doing something relaxing. Still be active, but it's what we call, you know, active rest, active recovery. And that's where the yin yoga, the walking, the tai chi comes in. So those are five different ways that you can boost your immune system. We dove into how important it is to one, focus on managing your stress. Two, get great sleep. Three, eat nutrient dense foods slash get rid of the garbage. Four, use high quality supplements. And five, exercise daily. If you consistently work on all of these things and do it to the best of your ability and resources, you are going to be putting yourself in a position to have a strong immune system today, tomorrow, and well into your later years. A lot of the people that we're seeing getting most heavily affected by COVID-19 are people who are over 70 years old and people who have two or more comorbidities. So people who get, like when we hear comorbidities, essentially those are like lifestyle diseases. It's the type two diabetes, the obesity, the hypertensions of the world, a lot of the heart disease, things of that nature. So many of those diseases are all caused from ineffective, inefficient, unsustainable lifestyle practices. So if you're in your younger years, right, if you're in your, your teens, your 20s, your 30s, focus on the basics now. Focus on those five things that we just dove into because that's going to allow you to stay healthier longer. If, it's, if you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, make it a priority now. It's never too late to take on your health. Never too late. It starts with the conscious decision. 
It starts with caring. It starts with having something to connect to that is going to have you show up consistently in making this happen. Many of you know my story of why this is so important to me. It, it all stems with my relationship with my mom and how I saw her saw her leave at, at too young of an age, right? Didn't even make it to, or just barely made it to 60. Barely made it to 60, and she had so many more years to live. And honestly, like, it's crazy to think about. I was actually reflecting on this the other day. If my mom was alive right now with everything that's going on, and she had all of her habits that she had at the time that she passed away, I'd I'd be extremely scared for her. And, um, man, there's so many people especially when I look at like my, my friend's parents, you know, just people in that age range who, who are very, are very similar to my mom in many ways in that they haven't optimized their health in order to maximize their life. And I'm not saying that to make them wrong or bad because I don't believe that at all. It just saddens me because I make up that it was never made a priority for them. It wasn't what was popular. And it's kind of, it's crazy right now because even right now the messaging that we're getting from health officials has nothing to do with managing our stress, eating the best quality foods that we can, hydrating properly, you know, getting great sleep, supplementing properly. Like there's there's nothing in the mainstream about that. And some of those things have even been getting censored, which I find very upsetting. But I've realized that in order to keep my peace, I get to share my truth. I get to share possible strategies that have worked for me, worked for clients of mine, worked for so many people that I know if it can work for us, it's also going to work for you. And I know that if we can incorporate it in our lives, then you can too. So I hope you enjoyed the show. If you feel like anyone could benefit from hearing this, please share this episode with them. As always, I appreciate you and I want you to know that you are so powerful beyond belief. You are capable of creating anything in your life, especially health. And it starts with ownership, knowing that if it's to be, it's it's up to me, that type of mentality knowing that if you go after it and that if you are diligent about having it happen and you take the steps and you take the actions, then it will happen. You're capable. You are worthy. I love you. I believe in you. I appreciate you. And as always, you can too.